Welcome to another episode of Focus on the Bible. It seems like lots of people are quitting. The worldwide pandemic and the aftermath has been a huge discouragement to so many people in the world. It's affected the way that we go about our business. It's affected our vision. It's affected what we do on a daily basis. And in the aftermath of it all, I can't help but notice so many people are just unhitching themselves from life. They're looking for a way to become disengaged. People have quit church. Now, sometimes they quit giving and keep going. Other people just have quit church in every way. I talked to a pastor who told me that he had lost a third of his people and half of his giving in their offerings. I talked to another pastor a year after the shutdowns affected almost all churches, and he told me that although a year had gone by, his people still would not come to a communion service. They wouldn't observe the Lord's Supper because they were afraid that they might get sick. But friend, not assembling ourselves together so that we won't get sick, that's mind games. Distancing from one another because we're all afraid we might get sick just doesn't seem like the thing that will encourage people that are already discouraged. It's not only church. It seems that a lot of people are quitting their jobs. Now, a lot of those are retirements. Please don't misunderstand me here. Retirement might be just what God has called for, for a person, and changing jobs is pretty normal. I'm just afraid of people becoming unhitched for the wrong reasons or making up their own reasons as they go along rather than that it's actually the right thing to do in the eyes of God. I'm glad that I'm no one's judge in this matter. I'm just pointing out a trend that I see more and more in the world. Now, God leads His children in various ways. So let's all follow the leading of the Lord and keep on going at doing the things that are pleasing to God. Some have quit their families. Inexcusable. Absolutely Without excuse, you never quit your family. That will not be a godly thing to do. Friend, please understand what I'm saying here in this episode of Focus on the Bible, and don't misunderstand me. The call here is to keep doing the things that please the Lord rather than quit because, well, that seems like the thing to do, or that we end up quitting for all the wrong reasons. Here are three wrong reasons to quit on God. Number one, we say to ourselves, this is hard. Well, friend, that's just a fact of life, and we've been facing that all our lives. Things can be just really hard. And at every stage of life, hasn't that always been true? There are hard things 
But God help us not quit when things are hard, but to keep on going if we're doing the right things. Number two, wrong reason to quit. We say to ourselves, people have let me down. Well, now that's always been the case throughout not only our own lives, but throughout human history. People always let us down. That's true. And we just have to face that and encourage ourselves to keep going because this is a wrong reason for me to quit because people have let me down. I shouldn't let my discouragement at people's failings cause me to quit the thing because, well, maybe someone needs me to provide what I'm doing. Here's another reason we say to ourselves, well, I'm the only one who's doing right. Well, thank God for that. I'm glad, friend, you're the only one because without you, there would be none, not one. And there's a large difference between zero and one. Amen. Thank God. Don't ever let that mind game cause you to quit, friend, when you're doing the right things that God led you to do. Amen. I want to send out this encouraging word to some groups especially. It's good for all. But I want to send an encouraging word to parents You're doing a great thing, parent. I know it's hard. I know that sometimes your own kids may let you down. And I know sometimes when you try and raise your children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, you feel like, I'm the only one who's doing this the way God wants it done. Well, don't quit, parents. Keep going. I want to send an encouraging word to teachers whether that's in a school or a church or some other ministry. Teachers, we need you like never before in the world. I know it's hard. I know people have let you down, teacher. They probably told a lie or two about you. Probably haven't provided your needs. Probably don't understand. I want to send this encouraging word to pastors ministers of all kinds, missionaries, the evangelists, church elders, all these ministers of God. The body of Christ needs you. Don't quit. Keep on going as God has led you. I talked to a man who was an adoptive father. He and his sweet wife had taken in two children and were changing their lives. But the man told me that in his state-mandated training before the adoption could take place, they told all those future adoptive parents, listen, the main thing is this, never ever expect these children to say thank you because they never will. I mean, you know, friend, that breaks my heart. I know this father. I know his sweet wife. Two of the greatest people who walk the earth today, in my view. It's heartbreaking for me that all the labor, the toil, the money, the time, energy, effort, 
all the decision-making, all the car rides, all the hanging in there, all the swimming against the current, that the kids would grow up and never, ever see a need to say thank you. That's heartbreaking to me. Mom and Dad, hang in there. Stay tough. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Those children need you and what you're bringing under the power of God. Stay in there. Be strong. The Lord will see you through, but not if you quit. When news broke that I was dealing with a kind of cancer, I got a text from someone that I rarely ever hear from and haven't since that time. The text told me this, get ready to close your ministry. Well, now I have to tell you, friend, that wasn't very encouraging to me. That didn't, that didn't scratch my itch. That, that wasn't really what I needed to hear. Well, I'm just not going to get ready to close my ministry. Now, if the Lord closes my ministry, that's a whole different thing. But let's wait until we get there. Let's not jump the shark and go close something because this is a hard time I'm going through or those death whispers in that dark valley or that I'm the only one who's supposed to carry this strong weight No, no, let's just stay in there, hang in there, and walk with God day by day. And if we close or if we stay open, well, let's do that with God without jumping the gun too early and stopping a wonderful thing. Amen. I'm encouraging myself as we do this episode together, friend. In all the discouragement that's going on in the world, I just want us to stop right now and anchor In Jesus Christ, there he was feeling the creeping shadows of nightfall in his own valley of death. Luke chapter 22, Luke, the beloved physician, writes it. I want to look at this together. Let me just read verses 41 through 45 from Luke 22. Here we go. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. And when he rose up from prayer and was come to his disciples, he found them sleeping for sorrow. Wow, Luke could really write it just the way it was. I feel like I was in that garden and was able to see the action that happened as Jesus begins his entry to the scene of the cross. In that garden at Gethsemane, Jesus Christ faced the greatest challenge of his human life in this earth. And he did what needs to be done, friend, for all of us. I hope we can learn from this. He prayed, God, don't let this cup get to my lips. 
If there's any way that you will, God, can you take this away from me? Friend, that's okay. It's okay. I know it's hard. I know it's very difficult to keep going forward. I know that you've been let down. And that people that could have helped didn't. That people who could have given wouldn't. I know it's hard. And I know it can be very lonely to stay in the saddle. I know also that sometimes we feel like I'm the only one who's doing the right thing. But friend, we need you. We all need you. And what God has brought you to, friend, I encourage you today to keep on going. I'm going to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, looking back at the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Paul the Apostle writes some powerful truth for those of us. The next time we feel the urge to just lay down the load and quit and take the easy road, leave it to others. Let God be pleased to remind us of 1 Corinthians 15 now in verse 55. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Verse 57. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 58 now. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Friend, because Jesus faced his cross, he powered through it in the power of God and knew the resurrection. And we're saved today because he stayed in the fight. Friends, stay there. Don't quit because of Jesus. This program is a production of Focus Ministries Incorporated. Another ministry under the umbrella of Focus is Grace Farm, a youth camp and training center founded to grow leaders to defend and advance the gospel of Christ. If you or someone you know is looking for a youth camp to help children and teens develop their faith while making lifelong memories, you should go to gracefarmonline.com to learn more and register for our next camp session. If you have thoughts or questions, as always, we'd love to hear from you. Our mailing address is Focus Ministries, P.O. Box 498, Danielsville, Georgia, 30633. That's all for now, but we're already looking forward to sharing our next episode with you as we continue to focus on the Bible.